internet, money, 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 money. My name is Matthew Kroll. And I'm Shahir Dowd. Matt, do the good part. Do the good part. You oh. can practice it. Oh, yes. And this is the only podcast about movies, specifically the film Deep Water Horizon. Definitely not the uh, espionage film about the Watergate scandal, Deep Throat Horizon. Also not the film about the comet Deep Impact Horizon. Horizon. Uh, um, we got anything else? That's uh, it. Uh, the pornography film. Uh, not the pornography film, Deep Throat. Okay, Deep Throat Horizon. Uh, what That's about? Oh. I, have you noticed everything I got is basically? No, I deep know. Throat. What about what about uh, Deep Event Horizon? Not as cool. But I, well, I'm not. It's not <laughs> no, as porny. No, stop. Stop. Anywho, he killed it. We're talking about oil spills, you hear? Oil spills. <laughs> oil slicks. That, that's how you describe our intro, right? Then it's an oil <laughs> just slick. <laughs> Slick as shit, and you want it out of your hair. No, I was going to say an oil spell. Uh, Just well, a isn't that an oil A spell? natural disaster of epic proportions <laughs> is how we introduce the podcast every week. Yeah, well. Welcome. Yes. Hi, everyone. Glad you could make it. Um, Shahir, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. We, we, guys, we saw this movie together. We held hands. We, uh, Which was I, weird because Robin, my girlfriend, brought us. Yeah. So she, I mean... It was awkward for her, but I mean, I think she got the message halfway through and left. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Robin. <laughs> I got your man. <laughs> uh, ugh, yuck. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a rarity for us here at the only podcast about movies. We don't often, other than when we're watching it like a VOD thing, yeah. uh, watch movies together anymore because our schedules are so wacky. So busy. We're so important. Uh, people don't realize this about us. But if you if you do realize this about us, you can reach us by email. Does that does that segue make sense? That it would have if you didn't call it out. It was right. barely working, and then you just threw it off the rails. <laughs> just keep going. Uh, you can reach us at onlymoviepodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on our website, onlymoviepodcast.com. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> every time since this website's come out, Shahir has been so unsure of our website name. <laughs> it's like, well, does it exactly exist? It's the only podcast movie website about movies podcast website. Uh, uh, or on Twitter at Only Movie Pod. We get lots of uh, fun requests and comments uh, on Twitter and Facebook recently. I'm really enjoying those. We've been uh, doing some uh, user requests as well. User requests. User Listener requests. requests. Listener requests. We've got a couple of really exciting ones coming up. Boyhood. Ugh. Boyhood. The three. Can hour someone, hey, hey, listeners, can someone request a film that I love that you think Shakir would hate? Because we got Drive, we just did Drive, and okay. now Boyhood. I don't hate Boyhood, but I'm not looking forward to watching. I'm trying it. to think what what's a movie you love that I would actually like. Hate. Final Fantasy Advent Children. Or, I like. I like. I. I. There are scenes from Final Fantasy Advent Children that I watch over and over again. Oh God damn it! I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't love the movie, but right. I like. I like. Things. I don't know. The guys, that's that's your homework for this week. In between I, I that, I can actually give you a hint. There's one movie that I did hate, and it stars Denzel Washington. Book of Eli. Nope. Oh, damn it. Because I uh, love that movie. Uh, and, and I'm not sure. I, I remember hating it at the movie. Okay. So, guys, do do your homework. Just dig that up. Figure out what you hear will hate and request it and send it a lot. Um, oh, and please, if you have leftover stars just kicking around your house or apartment or you want to get like out of the hands of your kids before they eat them, uh, give them to I'm us on iTunes. Problem. I know. Yeah. Um, give it to us on iTunes. It doesn't really matter how many as long as they're the amount of stars that A, you want to get rid of and B, you feel we deserve. There should also be six minus one. Stars. I can't do math. It's too <laughs> early. Um, so, guys, Deepwater Horizon. So we were very lucky to see this in an advanced screening. Yes, Robin got us in. Thank you, darling. Um, what did you know about this movie before before it um, before before we walked into the theater? I knew because I don't watch trailers. It know. had a kick ass trailer, in my opinion. I still haven't watched that. Now, this is an int you know how we're always like, oh, trailers ruin it. Okay, you're not. This is like the Titanic. This is not the. This is not the plot's not going to be ruined. You yeah, know what you happens know what to happened. Deepwater Horizon. Yeah. Um. But the way the trailer, just so you know, she here consisted a lot of the story of the little girl in the science project, which we'll get into that scene. Um. And uh, the and like intercut with the things actually happening on the um on the on the ship, the Deep Throat Horizon. Yeah. Too soon? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, too soon. People Sorry. died here. Let's keep it let's keep it clean. Keep it civil. Um and and then like it just it was sort of her narrating the entire thing and it was actually really uh I don't want to say moving but effective. Like it worked in a sense of like, oh, this is taking a not a definitely not well-worn, but like I remember the news stories about this forever, like something mm -hmm. I was very familiar with and gave it sort of a breath of life where I was like, "Oh, I would I would really enjoy seeing See, this." See, on the other hand, I was kind of, I'm there 
there's there's a there's a swath of um, it's weird, and it has to do with Mark Wahlberg and Peter Berg. Um, they they're sort of getting into a um, this would be the they're they're coming up to the third film they're about to do based on re- recent real events, and there's there's an air to these films. I I don't want to brush them and say they're exploitative, but they feel like they're just they're they're kind of making an action movie out of a recent tragedy. And so what I'm talking about is there's Lone Survivor. Which, which I haven't seen. Which I haven't seen. But I, and, and this is just based on like the trailers, which I haven't seen the trailer for Deepwater Horizon, but the trailer... I, you I did see it for Lone Survivor. I did see the trailer for Lone Survivor, and I was like, I'm not sure what this, what the function of this movie That's is. That's right. The only podcast about movies has not seen the film Lone Survivor we were talking about, but Shahir watched the trailer. Uh, and I want to talk about it. And then... And then <laughs> And here's the thing. Um, Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg are about to, uh, are just wrapping production on a film called Patriot's Day, which is about the Boston bombing. So we've got a trifecta of films about recent tragedies. At the at the at the um, uh, at the, the, uh, the Yeah, at the marathon. Wow. So they like this is the, well, th- the third right. film. And, and, and there, you know, like there are uh, the, the films I'm thinking about are Captain Phillips, World Trade Center, Zero Dark Thirty, 13 Hours, the Benghazi film, Snowden. Uh, United ninety three. There, there are films about recent tragedies, um, but some of these didn't really like. And I would, I would, I think there's two camps. Yeah, there's the ones that turn these things into action movies, mm-hmm. and then there's the ones that that sort of just. For instance, this film, Deepwater Horizon, I don't think turns this tragedy into an action movie. It's a disaster movie. Yeah, it's it's uh, on the in the in the same way as the Towering Inferno. Uh, yeah, but like you know what I mean. Like there's uh, how do I change it like. I would almost say, and again, San Andreas, for instance, right? That's a disaster movie. But it's not based on a real event. No, but it's also a crazy action movie, too. Like, there's a bunch of craziness well, in that film. Well, obviously, you can't make Deepwater Horizon and turn it into an action No, 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 but, but that's what I'm thing. saying. I think this one, is it, it, it lands on the side of all right in my book. Well, here's the thing. And I, I know immediately that any comment that an actor says in a magazine can be misinterpreted, taken completely out of context, read in the wrong way. But Mark Wahlberg... Uh, was famously quoted recently uh, in Men's Journal of all places. Ooh. Um, Do you get Men's Journal? I, I don't get Men's Journal. I, I just Google this. Uh, and, and he was called out for this, but he basically said, uh, because he was supposedly booked on a flight uh, on September 11th, and he didn't make that flight. Sure. Uh, one of the planes that was that went down. And, okay. and his quote was, if I was on that plane with my kids, it wouldn't have gone down like it did. Uh, There would have been a lot of blood in the first class cabin and there would have been me saying, "Okay, we're going to land somewhere safely. Don't worry. Uh, We certainly would have (laughs) tried to we certainly would have tried to do something to fight. He said in 2006 uh, in 2006. And he was famously called out for that. He was, you know, like and he and he apologized. And again, I understand and I don't want to play too much. uh, uh, I I don't want to take something an actor says in a magazine too seriously because these actors are basically. Uh, you know, they do these press junkets, they do these interviews like on a daily basis. So like you can say something that's living. God knows I've said so much dumb shit on this podcast that could be taken. Oh, you're not running for office. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like could could be entirely taken out of context. But I wonder. Hey, terrorists, I I love your beard. Say hi to your mother for me. (laughs) I wonder if if these three films that he's been doing with with Peter Berg, you know, where he ostensibly plays the guy who saves the day. in some way is like uh, addresses that comment and the backlash against that guy. Now I know it's a little bit of a reach and it's, it's a little bit far, but you know, like there's something to the, 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 the way the kind of person that would say that comment. Right. Okay. So here's, here's my take on that <clears throat> is Mark Wahlberg is someone who, how do I put it? I don't, I have, I have written in my notes. I'm like, is Mark Wahlberg good as an actor? Yes. Here's the thing. But I, hold I, on. Let, yeah, let, yeah, let yeah, me just finish my thought. It's, and I don't know, but <laughs> I, but, but I think he's good and follow me down this rabbit hole in the same style that Jeff Goldblum is good being Bo- Goldblum's great. But, but this is what I'm saying. Jeff Goldblum plays Jeff Goldblum in every movie. Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum's right. Mm. He does sometimes. He does. There's, I, there's I, a. I think <clears throat> as an actor gets older, he they they can kind of fall into sure. 
you know, being typecast. But here's, but uh, I mean, eh, anyway, the, but this is Mark Wahlberg plays Mark Wahlberg in every film. He Mark Wahlberg's it, no matter what the character is, even in like, I love, I don't, I fucking dislike a lot. The last transformers movie, mm-hmm. but, He's like, I was born in Texas, and it's like, shut the fuck up. Isn't like, he a scientist in that movie? No, well? he's a he's a mechanic. He's slash, an inventor. He's, he's an, an inventor. inventor. Yeah. So, and then like here, it's supposed to take place in Louisiana, and he doesn't have an accent. Like, no one cares what Mark Wahlberg's sort of character is, as long as he Mark Wahlberg's everything. See, and now, but and the flip side of that coin is, I never mind it. Right. Yeah. If you like Mark Wahlberg, so is it just like like a raw charisma type thing? So here here's my thing with Mark Wahlberg. I think he's. He's not an actor that I love particularly as an actor. You know, we're not we're discounting personality, you know, his actual personality. Sure. Um as an actor, I'm not he's not a screen presence I particularly love, but I think he's very dependable. And and, yes. and here's the thing. These are I, I listed down the movies of his that I that I really like. I love him in Boogie Nights. I love sure. him in the big hit. Do you remember that? Do you remember that movie where he plays a hitman in a cartoonish um Kind of. It's a real, really zany comedy from like the late nineties. Sure. Uh, I love him in Basketball Diaries, and I love him in Pain and Gain. So what I, I need was, to see Pain and Gain. So, so what I think is I I either like Mar- oh and and then controver- controversially, I dislike him and I couldn't take him seriously in The Departed. So so the thing is I love Mark Wahlberg when he's playing a big doofus or he's or he's all coked up. Um, those are those are basically the two modes for you. Yeah, those are the two modes of him that I like. I find and as a screen presence, like like even in a movie like The Fighter, I think he he it's you put him up against Christian Bale, who's doing his best methody sort of acting mode, and Mark Wahlberg. It's not that he gets lost, but he's he's um, he doesn't take the spotlight. And sometimes actually, that's a really good talent to have. Yeah, like is he flower? Man. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, is he like just the thing that's in everything that you can mix with everything and it kind of makes everything better, but yeah. if you, you can't just eat flour by itself? Yeah, he's he's a dip. I would not go see Mark Wahlberg's one man show. Right. But but <laughs> and that's what these films are. Like these. No, this films film are- this film had Kurt Russell in it, man. So you can't do that. Yeah, I didn't even know Kurt Russell was in this movie. And have you seen the poster for this movie, The Deep Water? Oh, it's just like him. It's, it's, it's he, Mark he Wahlberg. looks like Batman in it. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg in the smoke. Um so I so so there there's there's the Mark Wahlberg factor, and then there's this there's this idea of like recent tragedies turned into films, and I don't think this one I get I some of them I I think are exploitive. I don't think this is one of them. I don't know if it's exploitative, but the question that I that I ask um, a lot of the time is what function does this movie serve? Because if we're just bringing awareness to the story, there's there's two sides to this coin. If you're bringing awareness to the story. And you want people to know what happened. A documentary, for example, would be a better avenue to like giving people information, giving people more nuanced information. Yeah. On the other hand, but it wouldn't reach as many people. A feature film like this with a movie star in it reaches more people. See, like this, I feel like uh, I feel like um, Peter Berg. Actually, Robin coined the term of he's like America's film director at this point. Like, right. and, and well, not, yeah, I mean, Lone Survivor, this and Patriots Day. Uh, but like, and sorry, Michael Bay, your crown's being taken because you're too busy with uh, destroying Ninja Turtles and Transformers. Mm-hmm. Um, Hasbro's got your balls, Michael Bay. <laughs> um, I think I think Michael Bay is capable of greatness. But I we, do too, but he just doesn't do it. Yeah, he, I, I I'm always like as much as I I don't like Michael Bay's movies, I'm always astounded by Michael Bay. I like his directing style when he applies it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, um, Peter Berg. So it's almost like you know we, who Peter Berg reminds me of? Who? Jean Favreau, but a slightly worse Jean Favreau. Is it Favreau or Favreau? Favs, whatever you want to call it. Okay, him. Yeah, let's call him Favs. We're close. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what he, he likes his nickname to be Favs. Um, but but Peter Berg is also like he is a um, he's become a real mainstay of American cinema these days. He's like a very prolific producer. He produced the movie we talked about a few weeks ago, Hello High Water. Uh, yeah, produced Bloodline, uh, Ballers. Um, attached to a lot of movies. I like this. Here, here's why I, really I, I can't prolific. speak. Yeah, I can't speak to Lone Survivor, and I can't speak to some of his other works that based on actual events because I haven't seen as many. I liked very bad things. The first film he directed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. And then um, he, and then, and I, I kind of liked Hancock a little bit. 
I like. I like that Hancock flies off the rails and then is like, "Yup, we're we're gone." Yeehaw! Yeah, the second half of Hancock. But no, I, but I I appreciate a film that goes off the rails and then and then doesn't like completely and utterly uh, tank itself and also is like, "Fuck you! You're co- if you're coming on this ride, great. If not, then go away." <laughs> um, the his films, while they might be sort of um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They they definitely have something to say. Now, is that thing exploitive or not? Like, for instance, let's just kind of keep it to this film. Mm-hmm. I mean, throughout this entire movie, and we we all knew this based on the news if you watched it, but BP is the bad guy. That's a, that's the weird thing. That's what I, I do want to talk about that a little bit. In that, what what is your knowledge of this event? So when this hit, I had um. Was this the year I took off? I think this was the year between high school and college. It was 2010. No, this is 2010. Oh, then no, then this is not the year. I'm not that young. How old old are you? When this happened, sorry, my brain is mush. Um, When this happened, I remember seeing the stories and I remember mostly though, I don't remember the story of the actual, like I didn't know the nuances of like, oh, this was actually a different company that BP was renting the, the thing from and they were building the wells. It wasn't an active well. and like, Transocean that, is yeah. the company that owns the Deepwater Horizon. Yeah. Uh, and, but the thing I knew the most about was the stuff that happens after the film. Yeah, we, we mostly the know about- The cleanup and the nightmare that of capping this well. Yeah, and we mostly know about the ecological disaster that the Deepwater Horizon spell caused. Uh, and, and back then, if I was looking for a bad guy in the news story, it was still also BP as well. Right. Now, if I'm- and and and. Look, and, this, and the one thing the film doesn't address is BP's accountability in this story. Right, which I don't think it's... And that's something I, I, I appreciate and kind of miss because I understand this is a story about survival and the crew of the Deepwater Horizon and not necessarily the aftermath of it. Right. And, um, and that's fine. But um, I, I didn't know the nuance of it, obviously. And I was personally in this film, I was fascinated by the nuance of it all. Yeah. Like wh- who, what everyone's specific jobs were and how the actual, I think it did the film did a great job of, um, well, let's talk about our first impressions. Well, this, this kind yeah. of is rolling into it. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the, the way technical things were either shown or explained. Mm-hmm. Now they showed a lot of CG underwater pipeline drill sort of nonsense stuff. Some of which was good. Some of which was not good. Yeah. Um, but I never was con- like for, for a thing as complicated mm-hmm. as, as, drilling the deepest well underwater in human history. Mm-hmm. I was not confused ever by the basics, like a to B to C what was going on. Yeah. I don't fully understand the technology behind it, but I know what a negative pressure test is now. You didn't and, know what a cement test was. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, so when they're going through all the technical jargon, I think the film does a really good job of, um, of keeping you on board yeah. and building a sense of suspense. Um, and I think I, I think all the actors in the film and the direction too. I mean, was definitely good. I mean, Mark Wahlberg. We kind of covered everyone else. Felt right to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Kurt Russell. I don't think he's ever done a thing I haven't liked. Even back when he was doing like hokey stuff, and now mm-hmm. you know he's he's obviously older. And um, he, uh, God, I would kill for an Escape from Space movie for him as like old Snake Plissken. But that's never gonna happen. There's <laughs> um, a tear rolling down your eye. It is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I really dug it. Um, I think I think the most important thing was that everything was believable to me. Like, uh, you know, even with BP being almost the cartoonish bad guys in the way, like, but like that made sense to both my lizard brain and my logical brain of like, oh, this is a corporation that's obsessed with money as our song dictated in the beginning um of course they're going to try to cut corners and now played by john malkovich doing it oddly doing his best con air impersonation i know i know uh and and now granted you could look at this from both sides of the coin in real life like for instance they were though what 43 days late yeah with with the creation of this well and to, to no one's fault again they called this the well from hell uh, th- th- it was just there was millions of uh, small problems, as I'm sure when you're drilling three miles beneath the ocean, you can run into. Yeah. What about you? What did you think? Uh, or just overall. So I want to divorce um, motivation and, you know, like that question I asked in the movie, what is the What function does this film serve from staging and technical ability? Uh, this film was very well staged. Uh, there's, there's, like you say, there's no point at which I'm confused. I am, um, 
I'm generally uh, with the film as it it depicts the the horrors of being aboard a floating submarine, a, a floating ship that is on fire and, and with nowhere to run. And and I think one of the things, you know, like every film that is ostensibly a disaster film needs to introduce. Well, it doesn't need to introduce, but I, what, what I like is that when a disaster film introduces an element that I hadn't really considered in a disaster, and the one thing that this film really introduces is the notion of exploding glass uh, and the idea that that glass being exploded is a dangerous projectile. Well, something that, and this is sort of one of my uh, final first impressions, if you will, the explosions mm-hmm. and and the chaos the caused by the explosions in this film mm-hmm. are perfect. Like, the the... The look of them and whatever, but the but the feeling that invokes yeah. from the explosions in this, other action movies or other disaster movies, they don't feel like this. Yeah, there's something, and maybe it's the confinedness of it, and maybe it's sort of the feeling that everyone's trapped as well. But like, I wish other action or 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 um you know any sort of explosions in any types of movies felt as visceral as this it, it's tough it, it's a tough thing to do though because this film is very specifically about us about one event and and a few characters and what i like about that is that we can get into that nitty-gritty about what happens if a crane falls or what happens yeah when a, when a pipe explodes nearby someone and that sort of thing and then you know like i think what you're talking about is that in Transformers, when an entire city falls, no one gives a shit. Like it's like nobody's uh, cut by glass or anything like that. And 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 that and you know, uh, you, you can't ask a movie like Transformers to do that. I th- but but but, uh, it, but it would be really nice. I think you can, man. It, it would be nice if they did. And so I like that about this movie. And I and I uh, you know like again like most of the empty pleasures of Transformers or Man of Steel or whatever. This has um, a real visceral sense of it. Now that said, I was I was always curious as to again what the function of this movie is. Now, I, obviously, it's very easy to say that the function of this movie is to highlight the human tragedy of what happened aboard the Deepwater Horizon. I think that might be part of it, but I don't think that's the reason. I think that is the reason because the movie completely disregards the. T- to me, the, the the Deepwater Horizon tragedy had, had three prongs to it. And the one, first prong, the one that I know most about is the ecological disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second prong is the failure of modern capitalism to hold um, those accountable that should be right. accountable. And then the third is the human tragedy. And I think in through through news media, we know about the ecological side of it. We know about the um, the 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 failure of, of large scale capitalism yep. uh, in the fact that BP, I think, which at some point in this movie is stated to be a hundred twenty six billion dollar company was fined eventually $53 billion, mm-hmm. but to, to be, that's not going to shut BP down. No. Um, and, you know, like there's a lot of questions swirling around, should BP, you know, how accountable should BP be for this? Uh, uh, this BPB? BPB. Uh, this film really paints BP as the villain. And I, and I'm down to trying to distract people with safety awards. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I don't, it's like the, snidely whiplash there. I I I I don't know enough about the case no. uh, to 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 make that call or to 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 really side one way or the other. I'm sure there are people who are uh, more versed in uh, corporate law that would would know would know that. And if you do, uh, please write us in at onlymoviepodcast at gmail Nice little plug there. See that? Uh, Should have plugged it like the well. Anyway, moving on. Um, oh my god. <laughs> But but the side we don't see is the the human tragedy. Now I didn't feel the weight of the human tragedy because the choice to follow Mike Williams, the character that Mark Wahlberg plays, um, Mike Williams is 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 a major part of the New York Times article that was written about this, and he's also yeah all the characters are real people, real people. But what this film does at the at the very end of it, and spoilers, I mean it's not really a spoiler, but at the very end of it, it, it spends a lot of time showing us the eleven people that died upon the deep uh, on the deep water horizon. Yeah. But I didn't really get a sense of knowing who those people were to feel the weight of that tragedy. Instead, what I got, and the, where the film is the weakest to me, is this fairly conventional. Now, that's not to say it's not true, but fairly conventional wife at home, you know, family man who's got everything to lose on this on this ship, but doesn't. Um, which is uh, which is uh, his family at home. Sure. Um, and his child, who does this the, the this horrible exp, um, 
exposition moment at the beginning of the film with the Coke bottle and the honey. I think and it's awesome. Really? I thought that was just so hokey. And I, I liked like, it a lot. I, I really, I really didn't like that. We'll get moment. into it. Um, I thought it was so hokey. And I thought the way that they kind of like zoomed in ominously as the Coke exploded at the end, it was just so on the nose that I, I just, I, I couldn't stand there's, it. But, but, but the thing but, with but, being on the nose with a movie like this is you know exactly what's happening anyway, so there's no spoiler, so I don't the, care if that, it's on the nose. That's clearly a writer's invention at that point, right? Like, it's clearly a writer's invention. And you but it's see, one that works in the world. I don't it, know. It doesn't work in the world for me, and it's clearly, you know, you can see exactly what they're doing there. There's no... There's no obfuscation of what the intention of that. Sure, scene but is. I think it was clever enough for me where I was like, clever. I like that. Yeah. Oh God. I. I. It, to me, it was like. It, it I was, like. It I, was sitting up exactly what the film was about to the point where it was like, hey, this thing's gonna happen, and here's exactly. But you why already it's know it's gonna happen, so you're not ruining anything. Exactly. I think it, it works really nice. I think it's a nice sort of character a, a moment counter, at home. A counterpoint to that is a film like United ninety three, which avoid, which tries to avoid explaining exactly the mechanics of how. Um, how to deal with a tragedy like right. Line and Living from an operational standpoint and just throws you into it. And I think, and I buy that more and I feel more engaged in that. Whereas this, I found that scene to be just really, I, I was like, you could literally cut this scene out of the movie and I don't think it would lose anything. I liked it. I like, think because it serves, it serves sort of to. Why, why'd you like it? I, so, I uh, just just so you well, know, kind of like what I just said, but I'll say it again. Uh, I do feel like it encapsulates sort of the entire thing, and it doesn't ruin anything for me because it's it, it, is it it's, giving you information you don't know. No, but I don't need it. This, <laughs> this is a section. This particularly, the, the whole movie mm. is not really giving me information that I don't know, other than the names of the victims at the end that I don't I don't remember. You don't, past remember, the them, you don't remember who they are in the no, movie. No, I know. Either. But what I'm saying is, this whole movie isn't about giving me information I don't know. Right. Do you understand what I'm saying? The, I, I liked it. Now, granted, I will give you this. I don't like the trope of Kate Hudson waiting at home and the and the worried wife and bullshit because that's been going since the beginning of time. And again, it's not that that's not true. Sure, and I but, and I, but and it's I, an action movie trope that I'm sick of. Yeah, but but what saved that for me was this moment with the daughter. Now, yes, a hundred percent, it's a writer's device and it's someone being like, I'm clever. And, but, but, but and you to know me, exactly what it's doing. Yes. But, I, but, I, but that doesn't ruin this for me. I know exactly what's happening. Uh, macro, not micro throughout this entire movie. Yeah. I knew before I sat down. So for them to do a clever sort of like half, not, it's not a twist. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, a half analogy sort of thing and have it go and make sense from the from the angle of a child science project. I really liked that because it's like, oh, here's here's a way this information is being told to me in a different way than I would have done this directly. Now, granted, again, it's it's not telling me anything new, new, but none of the movie is. So again, I'm fine with it. And I liked the scene. And and I'm hoping I'm not tainted by the trailer because I think I go back at that some point here and watch the trailer. Right. The way they intercut that with the actual actions of the film, I think probably is done it probably better. Works really well as a trailer moment, and maybe maybe that's why I think it's okay in this. Yeah, um, I I I just found that that scene generally to be a little eye rolling. Um, I liked it, and, and I liked, and again, I don't know if I'm a sucker for dinosaurs, but I like, I like the the little kid take on what an oil rig does. Like, I tames the monster, tames the my dad tames the dinosaurs. That's a fucking cool line, and it's a cool line based in a world that's very realistic, and it still makes sense. And I think that's why I liked it. But, but I, I, I get why you don't. I, I just, I liked, I did. Um, but let's get into straight up spoilers at this point. Uh, yeah, I think we. Uh, but, but just just before we do that, I think <laughs> <laughs> always one more, always one more. But because I don't think we kind of address the the main thrust of what I'm talking about, oh, which sorry. is that which is that I don't. Kn I'm again. I I did enjoy the staging of this movie, and I think Peter Berg does a really good job of staging. He's the, got a steady hand with that. Yeah, sort of yeah thing. he's he's very very good at that. Um, I but I don't understand what the function what this movie does in terms of bring this tragedy to light because it seems to be the main function of this film is to highlight that 11 people died on that boat. I don't, th uh, I don't think it is. I think it is. Because and, they don't focus on those people till the end. So I don't that's know if that's a, well, the point. But, but then what else, what else is the film doing? Because, because by, by, by showing us the onboard tragedy, um, we should be focused on the people that either lost their lives or we should get to know who those people are at least so that we feel the weight of what happened. Right. At the end of it, 
I, I kind of walk away going, man, it was really sucks to be on that boat, but I would be, I'm really glad that Mark Wahlberg was on it because he would have saved me. Here's something, here's, <laughs> what, here's what I took away from it. Yeah. Uh, and I think might be the point because I don't think it's about the 11 people because the 11 people aren't really characters and we just see them at the end. And it's a nice, uh, it's, a, it's a nice tribute, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's what the film's about. Also, it, it is a, it's a tragedy turned um, um, disaster movie sort of thing with Mark Wahlberg, who is an action star, whether you like it or not, like, it, it, you know, as the lead going around and saving people. And maybe uh, Mike Williams did do that as well in real life. But this is my, this is my thing. I think it, it's point. It will. I can't, I can't tell you what the films, what the filmmaker wanted, but I can tell you what it did for me and why I feel like it had a point. Mm-hmm. It highlighted for me a tragedy that I had kind of washed away in my mind for a bit. And it also got me really thinking about, how we are able to live the type of lives we do. And, and, and I know this is sort of a bigger thing than the movie is trying to do, but it does show like, Oh, by the way, the reason that you have lights on the reason that you have a refrigerator, the reason that we can record this podcast and the reason listeners that you can listen to it is because men and women go do incredibly difficult jobs that are dangerous as fuck to help get the fuel that powers all this shit. The reason you can drive your car, you know, like it's, it, 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 and that to me, I, I was like, fuck, like, I don't think about that shit ever. And I should. And I and I feel like I should be a little bit more grateful due to that. And something like this that is wrapped in a very action disaster, you know, package did get me thinking, especially because how visceral it felt. I was like, oh, fuck, like real people put their lives on the line so I can play destiny. Right. Like, and that's fucked up. Yeah. So that to me is what the film did for me. And I think why I had such a positive response. I don't know if that's the point they were going for. Yeah. I'm, that's a, that's a, a really good response. And I think, I think you highlighted something that I didn't think about during the movie, but I also think I don't, I didn't think about it because I don't think that's what the film is talking about. Maybe it's not, but that's what it hit me in that spot. Right. Oh, that's, I'm, that's, that's great. And I'm glad that it did. I, I personally don't feel Feel, feel like the film is addressing that issue. Like to me, what the film is addressing is the 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 way in which we forego basic human safety for profit, and that and you know I like, think that yeah that's yeah, definitely in there and, too. And and the the outcome the outcome of that is the death of these eleven people. But again, I don't think the film does a good job of of saying who these eleven people are. There's one character. Um, one of the one of the dr- crane operators goes on and saves a bunch of people's lives by moving a crane, yep. um, and and he is th- he loses his life, uh, and he's one of the characters that loses his life. But we don't know who this person is other than like one or two lines from him. Um, and it, and I and the other eleven people that died on the boat, I I don't know when they lost their lives. I don't know who they are. I guess it'd be the other ten. Yeah, he was the eleventh or whatever. Yeah, but but, but do, do you remember that that one person is the only person I can recall dying? No, because the only on, characters in, they spend time with are uh, Mark, Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, Kurt Russell, Gina Rodriguez, John Malkovich, and Kate Hudson. Yeah, and so so and and with that kind of with with those characters in mind, I think the focus of those characters is the way in which safety is foregone. For profitability, you know, and and the thing about John Malkovich's character is John Malkovich is great. I like I like John Malkovich a lot. I love seeing him in movies. Um, I wish there was another being John Malkovich ish type film. No, I feel <laughs> like if they did, it would it would be bad. Or with another actor or something like that. But he's great. I love him. Um, his his Louisiana businessman Creole kind of talking capitalist. Um, it, and he's playing character Vidrine, who was actually prosecuted for the, but the, had the charges dropped. Um, is Money. is the classic bad guy of the movie? He's he's like he logics his way into skipping safety tests in yeah, the film. Like, so it's like, gentlemen, it's the bladder effect. I'm telling you, yeah, <laughs> and, that's and, an awful Creole accent, by the yeah, way. I'm not going to even try. I don't even know what that accent was. But but in truth, apparently, the bladder effect was actually proposed to that character by Transocean staff. So it was, it's, it's, it's obviously he's been manufactured into this villain, villainous point of view. He's an antagonist in the film. Yeah. And that's something that I think a film like United 93, directed by Paul Greengrass, doesn't do. That It doesn't like sit up these like heavy antagonists. Even when well, they I have, think in that situation, we know very clearly who no, the antagonists but even, are. But, they, but main characters are the terrorists aboard those planes, but they don't feel like the film doesn't like play into the hands of like these people are pure evil. It just shows them trying to do what they're trying to do. Whereas John Malkovich, you have to agree in this film is playing 
the villain. He is the villain of the piece. But I guess I don't have an issue with that because of a the framework of the film, but then also b if if and and this might be my bias is showing. Uh, if I'm gonna say who I think's at fault, it's going to be the people that I think would make the most money by cutting the most corners. So from the my basic understanding of reading what happened with Bedrine, um was that he was actually calling corporate headquarters and asking the same questions. And and so it wasn't like he was the one on the boat trying to like. Sure, but I wonder whose call it was in the end to keep going. It was probably BP, in my opinion. It's probably BP, but is it this person? I don't know. But I don't need. But I don't need to see corporate structure making a bunch of calls and him doing it. If they can turn, if look, if it's a is it quotes air quotes historical moment, right? Mm -hmm. And it was super complicated dealing with a bunch of moving parts of a corporation in a film like this. I don't care that it's boiled down to one character. I, even if I, even if it does borderline cartoonish evil, yeah. But like I get, I, it. I find that kind of simplicity. Occasionally, I, I get, occasionally I think films need it, and I, I find it in this one seemed to be shorthand for something that I'm not sure what the film is. I liked it as shorthand because I liked they spent a little more time on things I was more interested in than so, corporate structure being like how these oil rigs and drills so function. To me, again, that's the thing that is most interesting in the film is is this is the way is the. To me, the most interesting thing was the engineering feat of trying to drill oil at that level. Um, I think that is fascinating. Yeah. And I, th- and I think um, seeing that kind of technical acumen and uh, the degree in which that people have to be both engineers and... Um, and, and kind of grunts at the same and time. And grunts at the same time is, is really fascinating. So I, I, Mark Wahlberg's character plays an engineer. He plays the chief engineer trying to basically keep this dilapidated, uh, this ship that hasn't been brought in for repairs in forever, like floating. He's keeping it together with like chewing gum and duct tape at this point. So again, I think all of that stuff is really interesting. I don't think Mark Wahlberg's family story is that interesting. No, and not. I don't think... Um, um, it's a typical wife on the phone with her hand to her mouth. Yeah. And I don't think the, you know, like, and the give me your eyes thing. And I hated that. Yeah, I, and I, I was, and I, and I found in the same way I found the, the, the stuff with his kid and explaining no, the, cocoa I, like the thing. I don't, I don't like that. I like it. I, I just didn't think it, it served any function. I, I would have been happier if this film had really, again, in a way played like Paul Greengrass does in United 93. I think, you, I think we underestimate how powerful United 93 was as a film and retelling what happened and the tragedy without, without ever kind of like dipping into action film tropes and into slightly exploitation. Well, here's this the film deal. is better than exploitation, but it, it gets very, very close. Here's the deal, though. Do you think more eyes will come across Deepwater Horizon than United 93? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't. Because, I, well, no, United 93 ha- came out closer to the tragedy, yeah. I think, than this did. But the, but here's my thing. But I think this, United, okay, so I hold or on. not, I think United 93 is a much better film. That's fine. But, again, it's that how much sugar you're going to take with your medicine to get people to, like, do you know what, like, you can't count on people to be like, oh, this is good for me. I'm going to eat my vegetables. Like, not everyone's like that. I think this movie does... I don't think United 93 is the Eat My Vegetables movie. But no, no, but but, but I, I, what I'm saying is, because it is, the, you know, it is uh, a, 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 a skilled film in the way it was telling a story and not pandering in any way, right? Yeah, that's... that's but but this, this, this is my, the thing. I, but, feel, I feel like this film gets dangerously close to pandering. No, no, this film panders. Yeah. Deepwater Horizon panders, but this is my caveat. It panders the right amount. Pander. You... <laughs> what was it? Panda. Panda? Panda. Uh, I don't Panda. know what why you're saying Panda. Oh, you don't know the designer song? No. Oh, never mind. Okay. Uh, we're going to we're going to go out oh, with that song oh, by the way. Great. We're going to go out with Panda. Uh, so <laughs> but no, I think it, this movie panders the correct amount because it 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 will get the people that are there for the actual like deeper meaning of the film in the seats and it will also get people that are looking for a disaster movie in the seats. Well, and, what, but what is the deeper meaning of the film? I mean, for me, I told you what I think it is. Uh, and again, I don't think that that's in the film. I'm, gl- I'm no, glad no, no. That you took that I know. away. And, and maybe the film lucked into that for me, but yeah. that's all what I take away from it. The other thing is it's remembering a tragedy. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I, I, I think it, it rides that knife's edge for me where if it went too far one way or too far the other, I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. Right. Uh, but again, I, I, yeah, I, no, I get I, it. I, I agree with that as well. Like, uh, and it, it, there's that, that's that, that, point i was making earlier is i want to divorce motivation from uh staging i think it's very well staged and i enjoyed the ride right but i do think there's just this question mark i have in my brain about why am i on this ride 
Yeah, I guess I guess it was entertaining enough for me that I didn't care. And that's and that's the point that I kind of I get a little it uncomfortable. It can be entertaining. That that's the point where I get a little uncomfortable because again, do I want like for example, Peter Berg is about to make the film about the Boston Boston Marathon bombings. Do now, I want that to be entertaining? No, I don't know he, well, if I here's want the that thing. to be entertaining. That one for whatever reason I hope that one's closer to United 93 than this one. Like I this one I'm fine with the with the with the with the razor's edge at road because right. like I mean all the things I just said. But I I I don't know about the other one if I'd like it to be like that. I think I think and Peter Berg is a, is a is a is a good enough director where he can take one style for one thing and do another style for another thing. I mean still within his, you know, wheelhouse, but like this I don't know. I like I said. I just think it rides the edge very, very well. It does, and I, 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 I also agree with your point that that cinema has a function of entertainment, and and if it does, it does educate through entertainment. That's great, but entertainment should be its primary goal. Um, it just, it kind of. I just think that 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 when you're doing a film like this, there should be a lot of thought put to why you're doing it. I know, and, well, yes and no, it, but, but also. I think what this movie does correct, and while it doesn't focus on the 11 people that died, it does pay homage and give reverence to them, even though it's at the end and whatever. Like, And something I really liked. I know I, we're, but it feels like it does that in a, in a sort of documentary way that's tacked on to the end of the movie. But I feel like if they didn't do it, then they're... Oh, they they're, have to do it. But yeah. their liberties they took in yeah. the beginning and making it more of a disaster film popcorny thing would not have been okay with me. Right. Like, absolutely. It's, yeah. it's, it's this balancing act they're doing till the very end. Another thing. And I know we're, we're not really going through, uh, cause I feel like everyone sort of knows what happens on the deep water horizon. We don't need to go structure like beat by beat by beat throughout this review. Like we normally sort of do. Yeah. Um, but the thing that works really well for me, I'd like to talk about is the ending. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, the, there's some great moments, um, you know, before then when, when shit hits the fan and, and they, you know, the, all the tests uh, come back negative and whatever, and they come back and then all of a sudden shit starts blowing up and the way it happens and the mud starts rushing up and then the methane gas gets ignited by the engines running the thing and then the whole fireball and blah, blah, blah. And people are getting off the boats. And of course, the BP fucking people leave early and leave Kurt Russell, who's the who's Mr. Jimmy. Mr. Uh, Jimmy. Uh, they leave him. Along with uh, Mark Wahlberg and uh, uh, what's Gina her name, Rod- yeah, Gina Rodriguez, Rodriguez, who did great, I think, as well. Yep. Um, and sh- they uh, at the end, Mark Wahlberg and Gina Rodriguez are like on that. They platform. have an, Mark Wahlberg has his action hero moment. But this is the great. Can I talk about this for a second? It, this this felt like I was like, oh fuck you. This is going into dangerous action. Let's setting this up. They're on the helipad. They're the only two people left on the thing. And Mark Wahlberg's trying to convince uh, Gina Rodriguez to jump off over the flames. They climb up higher so they can get over the burning oil in the water, and she's not having it. Yeah. Now this is the kind of. This is the kind of moment where I was waiting for like a speech, like a real speech, and I didn't want it to happen. I was yeah. like, fuck, they're going to action movie the shit out of this. Mark Wahlberg in this moment does some very non-action hero things. He First, he tries to convince her like, oh, he's like talking her through it about the car you see didn't start in like the beginning of the movie. Like, you got the Mustang. We're going to fix it up. We're going to do that. And then she freaks out. She's like, don't touch me. Don't touch me. He's like, fine. Well, if you don't jump, then, I, then I'm not going. And then she doesn't move. And then he's like, fine, I'm going. Like, there's a lot of like, broken like there's like three or four methods you would have seen a normally like taking one of those topics and given a big speech and then they jump in an action movie this felt so real to me because he kept trying things that didn't work and it felt so scatterbrained that you would be in that moment and finally he just like combines them all and grabs her and they and he fucking pushes her off this thing and that to me i was so happy it played out the way that it did because it felt like an actual moment and not mark Wahlberg being superman now it's a it's a superman moment but the the words around it aren't like you and i were gonna get out of here and i'm gonna see my daughter and you're gonna fix that car we're gonna fix that car and then like they like jump It was so I, I hectic. Agree. It rides the line. It's very, very close to an action. It, like the speech happens in that but it, scene. But it breaks every time. The speech doesn't work. That's yeah. my point. The speech, he tries three or four speeches and doesn't get past the first line. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's it's very it, it's very skillfully done. Again, I just, I kind of wonder about the underlying motivation of this moment. It's a crescendo moment in a disaster movie. Yeah, and I liked I liked the scene uh, afterwards when he goes back to the hotel. It's and we, so good. That's the part I really want to talk it about. Reminded, it reminded me a lot of the scene in Captain Phillips uh, when Tom Hanks is basically rescued by ER, 
or is taken in to be viewed by ER workers. Uh, you know, and, and he just breaks down. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Mark Wahlberg breaks down. He's like a shell by the time he gets back. Even when he sees his family for the first time in the hotel room, he's just a, a, a ball of, of human on the floor weeping. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like that again. I'm, I'm not sure why we're there, but I do. I, I do. I it, do like that. It, it's, it's 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 everything you're saying is it correct. Kept me that, out of Superman territory. Yeah, everything you're saying is correct, which is that it. This film does a really nice line of writing, writing that edge. Yes, I I still feel like um, perhaps a more not a thoughtful filmmaker, but but I think a more thought out reason for doing this movie you know like a reason uh, perhaps kind of, a new zealand filmmaker should hear not this new zealand filmmaker <laughs> um i wouldn't know where to begin uh, you know uh, i wasn't saying you you conceited little bastard i was okay. just saying you love new zealand filmmakers. Well, of course i do you love american filmmakers do we ever qualify that yeah but i love all <laughs> filmmakers equally do you yeah do you yeah do you? i have a fucking region free dvd player motherfucker we're watching a movie on it soon qualified <laughs> region free dvd player that is how you know you like international cinema yes um i yeah no i i and we'll just go into my final thoughts yeah I'm please sure you got, you've got more to say about this um i do you know like again divorcing motivation from staging i think this is a very well staged film um i think peter berg demonstrates his capacity for handling larger scale stories very well here and i think and I think for the most part, it 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 does a good job of giving us reason to watch this film. However, I do wonder what those reasons are. And I think they're a little bit muddled, a little bit unclear. And I think the film, it doesn't really, it, it, it simplifies the problematic reason for this event happening down to one character. And I don't think that that is fair. And Not I don't down to a company because his lackeys do help in that situation. The BP lackeys like distract Mr. Jimmy and do all this other like, but it doesn't, it, it feels a little bit simplified because everyone on that, every, we're all complicit in the damage we do to the environment. And this, and one of the things that this film doesn't really uh, address and, and it's, it's not that the film has to address it, but the film, this, this, this issue of like who is accountable for what happened on that boat uh, on that that floating vessel uh, is a complex issue, and it, there's a lot to negotiate there. And I don't think the film really, tr you know, the film simplifies that down to a few things. And 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 again, like you say, um, you know, like cinema as entertainment, so, you know, this kind of uh, fictional cinema as entertainment with action movie stars like Mark Wahlberg have a primary function of entertainment. So, am I asking too much to go there? I do think. United, a film like United 93 does a better job of that. And, it, and a film like United 93 feels much more thoughtful about what its intentions are. Um, but that's not to say that I don't think this, you know, again, this film made me think about an event that I hadn't thought about in a long time. Should people go see it? Uh, yes. Yes, I think three people should go okay. see that. Uh, I agree. I, I like this movie a lot more than I thought I would going in. Uh, Again, we talked about the Mark Wahlberg equation, and it's like, yeah. I'm never like, ooh, a Mark Wahlberg film. I want to see that. I'm always, when I see it, it's like, oh, Mark Wahlberg's in this film. Okay. like I, I would love to see producers on a wall, like, trying to cast the movie. Going, Has anyone, can, you, can someone please bring out the Mark Wahlberg equation? Let's see. <laughs> it's like, mm, what's it's, the factorial it's the, Everyone is okay when they see him. They're just not going to go look for him. Yeah. Um, I think uh, for all of its action bluster, it does keep the world very real. That's not to discount anything you said about like simplifying like villainous things. Like I do think the movie does that. I'm okay with it in the equation of the entire film. Um, the acting, directing, sound, uh, and most of all, I think the VFX are on point. There's a couple shaky moments here and there. Uh, and some of the writing dips here, like for that, like give me those eyes moments too. Um, but um, I think every, how do I put it? Everyone should sort of, I think everyone should see this movie and not only because I think it's a good film, but because it does, like I said before, remind us that a ton of hard work and danger goes into giving us our cushy lives. And I don't know. You're right. I don't think the movie's trying to tell us that, yeah. but it fucking kicked me in the teeth and reminded me of that. And I think, you know, we wouldn't have the lives we do if it wasn't for the incredible hard work of a trillion people that like work hard, super like crazy every day, putting their lives at risk and sometimes dying. Mm -hmm. So, I just think it's a it's a better than expected film, and uh, I I would really I would really like to put my stamp on it and endorse it. So that's the Matt that crawl stamp of approval. Mm -hmm. Um, the yeah. So that that this has been the only podcast about deep 
Water Horizon. Horizon. I would like to bring back a section that I've been calling the Criterion Collection very quickly at the end of this episode. What an apt transition, Shahir. <laughs> um, just a film that, based on a true story that I think is uh, wonderfully told uh, uh, um, that's available on the Criterion Collection on Hulu, uh, and that is The Battle of Algiers by Giello Pontecorvo, um, a film about the insurgent resistance uh, in Algiers uh, uh, against French, f- occupying French uh, French forces. Uh, it's an amazing... It does the the thing that this film does best which for the entirety of it, which was the, the feel of having a documentary um, story being told through fictional cinema. It's, 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 it feels like a documentary, but it's not. And it's a, it's a powerful depiction of what guerrilla warfare is. And, and just because of the way that that film treats a true story and the way in which that film also gives us a clear sense of what these filmmakers are trying to do. I think that that's a, uh, that's a film worth visiting in the context of Deepwater Horizon. Okay. So there you uh, go. My criterion. I want to do the gaming garage or whatever and say, go pick up the Bioshock collection for one, two and infinite. Uh, Cause there's water and plane crashes and burning water. So that ties in with, with <laughs> my thing. We can all have section shit here. <laughs> I think you have a whole section. It's called the movie podcast. Anyway. Uh, Shahir, when you're not shoehorning your own uh, cinematic agenda into things, where can folks find you? You can find me at shahirdaud.com. That's S-H-A-H-I-R-D-A-U-D.com. Uh, <laughs> I know I say this every week. Robot music video coming soon. Also, Don't believe it. He posted a fake picture on Facebook, guys, of him color grading the thing. Yeah. It's not real. It. I just got news today. It might be a little bit more delayed for oh, reasons outside. The music oh, video, really? The music oh, video, really? The music video is done. Tell me some more. But uh, it might be a little bit delayed. Um, yeah. You know, Twitter and Facebook uh, is all on there as well. Matt Kroll. Where can people find you? You can find me at uh, Matthew Kroll, M-A-T-T-K-R-O-L, uh, I can't even spell my name, M-A-T-T-H-E-W-K-R-O-L dot com. You can also find me on Instagram at Skelter, the number four P-R-E-Z. Uh, Twitter is Emperor M-S-K, and you can also contact us at OnlyMoviePodcast at gmail.com, on our website, OnlyMoviePodcast.com, on Twitter at OnlyMoviePod, and on our Facebook page. And give. Only- Give us stars. Please Give us stars. review us on iTunes. It really helps us um, get ears on. People are writing in a lot to say how much they enjoy the podcast. Um, we really appreciate that. If you want to, you can take those emails and just copy, copy and it. paste. Yes. Right into iTunes. It would really help us no, out. Please. It would be it would be awesome. And uh, keep those requests coming. We are going to get to them when we can. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.